Welcome to On The Record with Campaign Middle East. We're sponsored by Snapchat and hosted on Angami and other platforms. I'm Austin Allison, I'm the editor of Campaign Middle East, and you can find out more about Campaign, the region's leading media, marketing, advertising, and communications resource at campaignme.com, as well as on all our social media channels. At the time of recording this, we've actually just published a mammoth Saudi Arabia report, which you can find on our website, as well as ongoing coverage there of Saudi Arabia, which is seen by most marketers as the most important market in the GCC, if not the whole MENA region. And that's what we're going to be discussing today. Uh, I'm joined by Abdullah Alhamadi, who's the regional business lead at SNAP. Uh, and uh, hello, Abdullah. Hi, Aston. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's really good to have you. Um, I think I mentioned our Saudi supplement and you've written an article in there. So uh, there's a bit of, uh, if anyone's not taking notes quickly enough on this, they can go and check that out. Um, I actually enjoyed it. I, I saw it in the, in the recent print and it was really well done. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was a beast, but uh, I think we've now got the definitive guide to, well, maybe not the definitive, but certainly the biggest guide to marketing in, in Saudi. So, I mean, Saudi's a, a crucial market. It's changing every day as well. And um, as a, I want to ask you, as, as from your perspective as Snap, um, how is your audience and social users in general different in Saudi Arabia from, from the rest of the region, from the rest of the world? I think you you alluded to it in your uh, in your intro. I think Saudi is a market that is under a lot of attention recently uh, and historically as well. And I think that is predominantly because of the size and the importance of the market uh, in our region. I think when you take a Snapchat lens, uh, we have been privileged since our launch uh, in the region to have an exponential growth with the Saudi users. Uh, Today, the, I think the recent stats mentioned that total Saudi population is around 36 million or 35 million. Snapchat today on reaches 19.5 million of those users. When you, when you take that in context and you, and you even add a further layer on top, looking at only Saudi nationals where estimates are around 20 million, you start realizing that the penetration of the platform among the Saudi populace is quite high, which makes it very exciting for us because then that means that our Saudi users run the entire gamut. And you can see different profiles there uh, within, within our audience that make it quite unique and quite exciting for us as a platform. Well, what do you mean by uh, unique profiles? What, what do you mean by unique users? When we look at our Saudi users, our Saudi users are leaned in and engaged in a platform in a way that is quite unique for this market on a global level when we compare them to our global users. Uh, I think what is exciting about our Saudi users is that on average, we see that our users spend more than an hour a day engaging with the platform in different ways. We've seen them not only consume content, but also add and contribute content. We've seen them engage with our AR products in a way that is on a global level, quite interesting. And, and, that, and that creates a dynamic that for us as a platform, we look at Saudi Arabia, we look at the Saudi user and we see a very healthy level of engagement and contribution to the platform that is quite unique. 
Do you think that's um I'm gonna draw you away from being just just Snap, but do you think that's yeah that's, do you think they're switched on to sort of Snapchat particularly, or do you think that that's just because they're a really sort of social, you know, so, social media in general that they're sort of engaged on social? I think one cannot deny that the Saudi user in general has been always switched on on social media, right? I think what Snapchat offers to that audience is is something that is relatively unique than other platforms where you offer, where we offer a platform for them to be innovative, to connect with people that they care about, and as well to be able to contribute something that is different than other platforms. And, and why do you think they're unique then? So, um, you know, what sort of drives that, uh, that uniqueness? Is it, is it because it's a, a young audience? I mean, what's the, what are the sort of factors that make that makes ID unique? I think multiple things. I think if you look at the culture in general uh, across the Middle East and in Saudi Arabia in particular, we're a storytelling culture, right? And Snapchat offered the platform where, where you can tell your stories to the people that you care about, to your friends and family. That's number one. Number two, I think you look at the Saudi audience, and we spoke about how the Saudi audience is always leaned in into new technologies and new advancement. And, and, and with that, you see that you, you can draw the conclusion that on top of that, they're also a very innovative culture, right? They're always liking to experiment with new things, particularly when it comes to the technological front. And then third, and I think most importantly as well, is that it's a, it's a culture that values privacy and values uh, family ties and ties with friendships. And I think Snapchat was one of the pioneers of bringing the, uh, bringing the message of privacy to, to the front of, of the social media conversation and championing that uh, in, in, in our effort to grow within the Saudi market and the global market. So when you say, um... You say that they're a sort of very technologically sort of advanced bunch. Is that, do you think that's because they're, they're it's a young population? Because I mean, one of the things that I was thinking when you were saying that is that in a lot of ways, Saudi traditionally has been seen as a very conservative market and, um, and maybe not as, as technologically advanced. Um, is that, do you think this is changing very much at the moment? I think when you look, let's, if we take, just the telecommunication scene in Saudi Arabia, right? Five, Saudi Arabia is one of the highest uh, countries when it comes to 5G connectivity. If you look at mobile adoption rates, it's uh, the mobile penetration is quite high in Saudi as well. I think when you, when you take certain elements and certain lenses, you start seeing that actually, no, the, the audience is quite leaned in when it comes to technological advancement, but they've adapted them to their culture and they've adapted them to the way that they like to use uh, and to, to use them to tell stories and to connect with people and family. Great. So, so we've got a sort of a leaned in technological society. We've got that with a storytelling tradition, um, values privacy, so how does this come together? What does it mean for, well, first of all, what does it mean for a platform like Snap? And secondly, what does it mean perhaps more for our, the point of view of our listeners? What does it mean for marketers using, uh, using a platform like Snap? Okay. I so, think for, for a platform like, like Snap, it means that the pressure is on, right? I think when we look at AR, 
almost 90% of our audience in Saudi Arabia engages with AR, which means that we need to make this now something that adds value to our Saudi users. When we look at our content and our video productions, we start seeing that people watch Discover, our Discover section, more than they watch the top 10 TV channels uh, in Saudi Arabia. So that means that now we have an onus and responsibility to this audience, and we have an audience that is super engaged. And, we, and for us to stay a relevant platform, we need to continue fulfilling that value proposition that we initially provided for the market. I think and you go, sorry. Go. I was about to say, and that's, that's, I mean, that's unique to Saudi, is it? That, yes. that you wouldn't have that much, that in other, in other geographies, your discovery, your discovery um, section isn't out, uh, isn't out doing think, the TV channels. I think one thing that we've realized across all metrics or most metrics, I would say, the Saudi user continues to be among the top globally. Right? right in terms of how they use the platform which is which is which is why it's exciting for us but as well it raises the bar on on what snapchat needs to continue providing for that audience uh, i think going back to your original question as well like what it means for our audience i think this presents a whole new way of of, of brands and and partners connecting with this audience because it is no longer just pushing a story or pushing a narrative. It's more about creating a story that you have the audience, uh, this leaned-in audience, engage with and uh, and contribute to and and add and complement. It sounds like that's. Uh, I mean, that sounds quite tricky. It's not just a case of making ads anymore, is it? Uh, um, Abs absolutely not. Yeah. And so you've got a sort of you've got a, an engaged audience, you've got a big audience, you've got quite a wide audience um, as well. Are there sort of downsides to that um, that sort of breadth of it? I mean, I think you talked about apart from the the pressure on on you. Does that mean that must mean that your job's a bit harder inside you than it is elsewhere, or marketers' jobs are a bit harder? Look, I think. If you look at Saudi Arabia in particular, and I mean, let's put Snapchat to one side, like Saudi in the last five years have gone through massive transformation. And I think the narrative to the Saudi audience continues evolving. You have an audience, like you mentioned, that is diverse, that is young, and that has that is innovative, and that has actually a very bold message of change that, that they wanna disseminate uh, globally, whether it was the audience or the Saudi entities and partners that we have. I think as a brand as well, you need, you need to understand that mentality and tap into it, not necessarily with the traditional forms of connecting with your audience, but also innovating and being at the cusp of offering what is new and, uh, and connecting with the audience in ways that they feel are more relevant to them. Um, you mentioned earlier, you mentioned, I think, did you say that 90% of your users in Saudi are, are using uh, AR, augmented reality. Yeah. Yes. Um, I take it is that higher than in other geographies for a start, or is it a? It is. It is among the highest. Yes. But, um, so I mean, AR is one of the sort of one of Snapchat's big sort of cornerstones at the moment. Um, you're probably the leading AR platform, um, and uh, you're investing a lot in it. How is 
AR in Saudi Arabia different from in other parts of the world? Does that, is, it, is it different or are people using it the same way the world over? I think AR is one of these fundamentally exciting and new things that across the globe, the way that we use AR is, is developing and evolving quite fast. And, and in Saudi in particular, I would say that given how leaned in the Saudi audience is, we're still looking at different ways of which the Saudi users are using AR. Like I think one of the things that we found interesting at Snapchat on a global level is that when you look at lens creators or AR experience creators, Saudi ranks among the top countries across the world in terms of people and actual Saudis creating augmented reality experiences and leaning in and, uh, uh, and testing with that platform. Just individual users, not, not brands. Individual users, absolutely. And then as well with brands, like you look at Saudi National Day last year, we've had multiple brands who've created augmented reality experiences and they've leveraged the fact that it was a Saudi National Day during a pandemic and still found a way to connect with their audiences in a completely innovative and out of the box uh, execution. What sort of, when it comes to, I and mean, we've seen lots of, sort of good executions from brands, when it comes to individuals, what sort, of, what sort of lenses are they making? What sort of things do they make? Honestly, it runs the entire spectrum. Just to give you one example, uh, last year, for example, or at the beginning of the year, we had one, uh, one creator creating a COVID related lens where the moment you bring your hand to your face there is an alarm that rings and tells you you shouldn't do that because that will help <laughs> spread the virus right uh other lens creators created something simple as like wearing a, a mask and encouraging people to wear masks when they go out uh, and others will just do a simple experience where you would have a background or you would wear sunglasses Right? So you, we have these initial, but what we're seeing is that the number of people who are actually starting to experiment with it and, uh, and wanting to push the limits on it is, is actually quite exciting. Do you think that's sort of, again, do you think that's down to Saudis being a sort of progressive um, tech, sort of excited about tech and advancements? It seems to me that this is the, the sort of embracing of all technologies. Absolutely. I think so. Even when we like, if I, if I look back at the conversations that I've had with creative agencies across the market, right? The, the thing that always comes top of mind is like, how do you guys create these augmented reality experiences? And can you teach us to create them? Right? I think, I think they're always, the, the, the entire ecosystem there, particularly, I would think with the whole aura that is around Vision 2030, is very progressive and wanting to challenge the status quo and push the limits. Uh, so, so I do think there is an element there that, that is potentially like Saudi specific. And how, how are brands using the um, lenses? You said they're using them for National Day. Are there any other sort of good, well, either National Day examples or any other good examples of, of brands sort of Saudi brands or Saudi entities using, uh, using lenses? Absolutely. I think we, we've seen an evolution in AR executions for brands. Initially, it was kind of a fun, innovative way where you can engage with your audience. But then what we have seen is that that my, has trans... The word gimmick would be the... Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and I think what we have seen is that this way has actually evolved into moving from a gimmick 
to something that offers a utility. Like on a global level, we've seen even big brands like Dior uh, mm-hmm. or, or Cartier actually use our, the augmented reality technology to connect with their audience. For example, Dior had their latest shoe drop, right? Uh, modeled in augmented reality and your audience on Snapchat can try the shoes on using, using the Dior lens. In Saudi, what we've seen is we've seen uh, these executions on a bigger scale. So we've seen, so okay. <laughs> we've seen entities like, for example, Al-Ula yep. take an entire historical site that they want people, that they want to educate people about and they want people to come and visit, put it on a lens in Snapchat and transform it into, uh, and like send it and have it like uh, marketed or promoted in Europe, in the US and in the UK, where you as an audience, where you as a global audience can actually go and visit these sites through the power of augmented reality. I think if I remember the number correctly, like we had almost 600,000 people right across the different markets actually go and experience and they would have a similar experience to uh, to the experience that they would have had if they were visiting uh, Al-Ula uh, in Saudi Arabia. And I think that's that's the that's the new innovative way of connecting with your audience and with your uh, and with your with your users because it's not just necessarily sending them a message but making them part of the conversation and showing them actually either either the value that you want to deliver, the quality of your products or the experiences that you're offering and bringing to the table. So, I mean, this happening at the time of COVID too, this must be a, um, this is quite an interesting time for that because there's a lot of people, none of us can travel at the moment. So maybe the best way to see places is by um, augmented reality. And it also means that we might be going to, we might be trying out, uh, places that are further down our further down our bucket list, you know. Um, so maybe it's a chance to see places like Alola that might not have come up on your travel list, and now people are seeing it. Absolutely, absolutely. I think augmented reality has helped bring people closer together and share these experiences with them, despite being uh, in your home and not being able to travel. Uh, um, so. Now, you recently had a global event, um, or I think it was a global virtual event, SPS. And am I right that that stands for, is it SNAP Partnership Summit or Partner Summit? It's a um, SNAP Partner Summit. And it, it's basically sort of SNAP, um, stop me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's SNAP unveiling a lot of sort of its new technologies and the things that you've been working on. And I was wondering if you could um, tell me about any announced, I mean, there's there's a fair few announcements, and we covered the, some of them on campaign. So I'll, I'll put in another plug for the the website there. Um, yeah. And obviously, you can find a lot of things around uh, on your website and around the internet and everything. But um, what sort of new announcements that came out of SPS might, uh, um, and what sort of new features and things do you think might apply particularly to Saudi Arabia? I know I know that it's quite new to do this, but I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you to gaze into your crystal ball and say what new. <laughs> announcements do you think are going to be most relevant and most interesting for, for the Saudi market? I, I think if a number of uh, things, actually. Uh, given that the Saudi market has been so leaned in, both clients and users on our platform, right? a lot of these announcements have been a long time ask from our Saudi users and clients to like bring them to the board. One of them, for example, is we announced layers on maps 
which is the first way for brands to leverage the Snap Map to connect with the Snap audience. How, how does that work? Explain sort of explain to an idiot like me what layers on maps means. <laughs> Absolutely. So layers on maps allows a brand or a client to leverage your different geographical locations, retail branches, or offerings on the Snapchat map and be able to provide information on what are the store openings. If you offer reservations, you, you can offer like a link to, to, uh, a link to how you can book uh, a slot or even like offer directions, et cetera. I think the Snapchat map, particularly for Saudi, has always been uh, a near and dear uh, product that Saudi users have used a lot. But now we're evolving that product to also start offering utility by offering information and allowing different brands to connect with this audience. So, so how would a brand leverage that best? If I'm a, if I'm a brand that's operating in Saudi, how would you recommend that I, I leverage layers on that? Let's say I'm a retail brand. Um, how, would yeah. you, how would you recommend Absolutely. I leverage? <laughs> For the sake of full transparency, like I think layers is still uh, at a beta phase. So we are still rolling out slowly across the region. But for example, if you're a retail branch, what you would be able to do is on the Snapchat map, show the different outlets that you have across the market, be able to like push them to the audience, promote them and market them, and as well offer, then it becomes a whole cohesive ecosystem where you can offer integrated experiences around them. You can offer augmented reality experiences that are unique to that particular location, or you can even like show how your audience is interacting with the branch, visiting it, how much, what is the latest drops that are in that branch, et cetera, et cetera. I think the horizon of things that you can do with it is actually limitless. And we're slowly starting to experiment with different brands to see how can we push the limit and see how you can leverage them uh, to, to serve your business objectives. Where, so for advance, advances like that and sort of new announcements uh, and sort of other beta projects and so on, where can people, is there a particular place that people can, I mentioned that they can find it online, but is there anywhere particular that people should look or anything that people should search for to find out more brands in particular? Uh, I think and we have a portal for all of our SPS announcements and for our SPS uh, uh, or for our STS coverage that can show the latest things that are coming or that are in the pipeline. But as well, like myself and the team locally are in connection with a lot of the brands to share as well what are the best ways and methods to connect uh, with these latest innovations and how to apply them uh, for, the, for their particular brands. Well, it sounds to me like uh, Saudi is going to be one of the first places to, um, it sounds to me like the brands and the and the users themselves are going to be some of the first to be experimenting with that and, and making new ground. Absolutely. Um, I think that's all we've got time for, I'm afraid. So thank you so much. That was really interesting. And um, yeah, uh, some great, some other great insights into Saudi, into what uh, Snap is doing in particular in Saudi, but also into the, the sort of the Saudi market uh, in general. I'd encourage anybody to um, uh, come over to Campaign ME and uh, have a, a search through our website for um, for uh, for the for the articles on this and for look for Ab Abdullah's name um, because as I say you have written and you're you're on there so um, so thank you very much Abdullah thank you Astrid absolute pleasure.
Um, you've been listening to On The Record with Campaign Middle East, where I was joined by Abdullah Alhamadi, who is the regional business lead at Snap Inc. Um, Snap also sp sponsors this podcast, um, and we're hosted on Angami, among other platforms. Find and follow us on Angami for more insight from me and my guests on all things media, marketing, and advertising in Saudi Arabia and beyond. I've been Austin Allison. Stay safe and see you at the next one.